Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody! It's the podcast. We are starting a cult. It is true. We're back for another delicious episode on this Friday. That's Grand Up Jake. Yes, this is Friday. Uh, actually, evening. We haven't done an evening, ep- an episode in a while. This is the very latest we've done it in a very long time. I like it. It's almost, it's calming. It's calming in a way. That's no, true. We had a little bit of big day though. Yeah, we we took uh, we took, took Mister Dog to get coined. Uh, it was a, it was a good day. It was very pleasant. He was very excited. He had a wonderful time. He's nice and clean. His toes are no longer an issue. Yep, yep. They won't be ripping up my arm every day anymore. It's true. Yeah, for those of you that follow us on Instagram, it's just another reason to follow us. We put a picture of him up. You can see him. He's hanging out. He's, he's the new co-host. It's only fair. Yeah, he's he's snoozing. He's you know playful. He's wearing a hat in one of them. Uh, it's perfect. He's a good time. Either way. But we are taking a little bit of a break from, I guess you could say, organized literature. I call it literature. It makes it seem more important. Yeah, you know? I didn't write anything this week, so yeah. No, I... Uh, I mean, I usually don't do. I, I don't like writing things. I'm too lazy. No, yeah, you're to like the that. you're the guy that reads and just remembers it all. I'm the guy that has to write it down. No, I yeah, it, like, it works though we every single time. Yeah, no, it works. But yeah, so we're here. We got. I have a couple uh, things that I want to. I guess they're more suggestions than they are anything. Yeah. But uh, you know, Jake, why don't why don't you start? You got some. We were, you were telling me some interesting things here. Uh, oh, actually, I guess before we start, I, I should have kind of explained what's going to happen here, right? Typically, uh, for long-time listeners, you'll know that we do episodes that we kind of just have some fun with. We just, we pump the brakes a little bit, and we just kind of find things that we find intriguing, right? Well, we're doing that this week, but there's really no theme. It's just happening. No, we're just, it's just stuff we found on the internet. Yeah, it's or, just uh, weird yeah, things wherever. that kind of hopped into our minds. Uh, most of mine are rhetorical questions that follow uh, possible, like maybe some interesting facts if you didn't know. 
But it, it's just things like that. We're just going to kind of have some fun. We're going to talk with you to you. You can't answer us. But, I mean, if you email us, that's kind of like talking to us, you know. We do respond. That's the thing. We no, it is true. You. Yeah, sometimes we respond. We Most of the time. I think we've responded to everything. Yeah, I don't Haven't think... We? If there is an email we missed, definitely let us know because I did not intend to ignore anybody. Yeah, message us again. Say, what the fuck? Yeah, what pretty the, much. Guys, you know, one of those. Yeah, we. I definitely didn't intend for that to occur. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, this is one of those those episodes. I'm going to start off with the Buddhist Bin Laden. Oh, or a man a, of peace. What a um, way to go. Yeah, yeah. Monk uh, leads anti-Muslim uh, campaign in Myanmar. Wow. What do you think about that? I, I really kind of hates had to, the Muslims. I had to sit on that one for a second because I didn't really know what to what to think. <laughs> that uh, I didn't know what was going to happen on that. Yeah. So a, a monk has been dubbed the Buddhist Bin Laden or the face of Buddhist terror. Isn't that a fucking title? See. Maybe I'm ignorant. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Buddhism, but the idea of Buddhist terrorism seems very strange to me. It, they don't. I don't feel like that's something that's real. I I don't know. And apparently, it's like a lot of uh, back and forth on whether or not he's inciting violence or if he's just like, yeah. Um... Uh, being Muslim doesn't uh, make for good characteristics. It, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Like he's mm-hmm. just kind of suggesting against it more for uh, Buddhist sort of situation. His name is uh, Yu Wirathu. Yu Wirathu. W I R A T H U. Urathu. And apparently, his first name is just the letter U. Yu urethra. That's who we're dealing yeah. with here. Your urethra is a, um, a Buddhist of Bin Laden. Okay, just remember that every time you go to bed. He's but, a terrorist. Yeah, apparently he's been accused of inciting violence against Myanmar's uh, Muslim minority with fiery sermons claiming that the growth of Islam is putting Buddhism and uh, Burmese culture at risk. Oh, okay, okay. So this is. He's more of a intellectual terrorist. He's like a Joel Olstein of monks. He just like says a lot of crazy shit, and then people act upon it. Because about two hundred people have been killed by violence, apparently due to these like religious sermons. Oh, and they've like sparked riots erupting in like June of twenty twelve. This was a while ago. It wasn't like recent. Okay, okay. but like this was a fucking while ago. But tens of thousands of people like fled their homes because they were just being burned by mobs. Um, it's all Muslim people too, and they only make up like five percent of this population. Any religion, I'm looking at you. You know what I'm talking about here. Any religion that is a proponent, I'm talking about the the monk man that's you know promoting this monkman. Anybody that uh, is down with a religion that just promotes killing people, you should reevaluate your religion or maybe yourself. You know, like. But this doesn't compute. Maybe you just don't kill people. It's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't well, work. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I don't believe it. Apparently, Wurathu, uh, he says he uh, he once compared himself to the Al Qaeda leader, uh, you know, Bin Laden, as a joke. Uh, he he claims the Islamic belief can encourage people to have quote bad characters and as a key figure in the movement that uh, uh, that encourages people to boycott muslim businesses Wirathu espouses a form of radical buddhism 
uh, which seems incong- incongruous of those in the West who associate the religion with such peace and acceptance, like you were saying. You know, I uh, I understand the comparison because I, too, have been called the Osama Bin Laden of peanut butter. Of and, peanut butter, you say? Yeah, and... Are you I, just doing jelly sandwiches over there? No, I just... I don't know what, what it even particularly means, but uh, the comparison's there. You know, I get it. It's like, you know, oh, you're the Osama Bin Laden of table tennis. You know, just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know where he got it? You know where he fucking got that name? People apparently use... Like, this is a quote from him. People used to write things like that about me on Facebook. Call me that. The Bin Laden... It says bald Bin Laden. The bald Bin Laden. Laden. (laughs) uh, He was like, all sorts of names. So he said, I ended up uh, calling myself that as a joke, and it just got reported on from there. (laughs) I like that. So he's like, yeah, I saw this on Facebook, and that was just national news. It's like, yeah. International news. It's just kind of what we do now. It's all over the map. It's here. I I mean, I guess I, I, I think that's kind of an interesting introduction uh to this guy because that's what social media is kind of fun fun to have for uh you get to see things like this you get to create the just some random guy somewhere commented that right just out of nowhere just thought it would be funny just like yeah you know, the bald osama bin laden yeah and now it's i mean for the people internationally that have heard this story they know what that means. There's people out there. I guess. I, I still probably don't think he should be inciting this uh, violence against Muslims. Uh, it's it's weird that he would have any extreme feelings at all as a Buddhist. Yeah, that's kind of he, like against the entire belief system of yeah, Buddhism. I feel like he's definitely more on the Mahayana side. Because uh, Theravada is like the most... like. You know, yeah, that's in a, depth, a, like they live on mountains alone, eat a grain of rice every year. Those are the crazy fucking people that get documentaries written about them. But yeah, this guy's like a blend between the two, but he's also pissed. You and, know, uh, he's he's uh, he's causing a lot of uh, hubbub. Way back then, about eight years ago. It, it, you know, see, you're gonna have instigators. That's just kind of what the world is. There's always gonna be some instigators. Yeah, bald Buddhist Bin Laden. Um, and I feel like. Especially nowadays, it's kind of like what I just said a moment ago with uh, you know social media. A lot of people claim that they are affiliated with things that they know nothing about. Yeah, and this, this seemingly is a very perfect example of just that. Uh, this guy's like, I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Buddhist, but I want to kill people. I'm a Buddhist. Why the fuck aren't you? Yeah, like, like the-, <laughs> the guy doesn't understand Buddhism. In the very, 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 very simplest of ways. Yeah. I am. Um, like, I mean, well, we're no experts either. Like, the only reason I knew Theravada and Mahayana was because I took, like, a class on it. And I don't even know if I remembered the differential, uh, you know, difference between the two. Yeah, I didn't even, but, I didn't even know there were, like, I guess it yeah, makes sense. You know? But it is, like, the basic idea of it. It's like, yeah, this, this isn't what it is. What this guy... Uh, Warathu is doing yeah it's not that's not Buddhism no it's it's a weird thing but that's that's where we're at now you're kind of allowed to pick and choose things that you like and you know you find an interest in anyone could be anything it's it's kind of like how we became podcast hosts it's just like fuck it let's do it we just want to see what happens just a drunk decision we're like we talked about this when we were sober and now we're drunk let's actually do it and then we were just like you know what all right 
Yeah, I call that the three-tiered approach, right? You come up with the idea when you're sober. You uh, solidify the idea when you're drunk. And then if it comes back when you're sober again, yeah, then it's a good idea. Actualize it, just like we did. Hello. If you come up with an idea while you're drunk, even if you revisit it sober, it'll never be perfect because you came up with it drunk. Um, and if you, you know, if you get through steps one and two, if you visualize it sober, visualize it again drunk, if it doesn't come back to you, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. But, but there's going to have... be like, you know, missteps along the way. I mean, for Christ's sake, like our fucking microphones are hooked up to pieces of luggage right now. Yeah, they are. There's... That we can just move about the room. Yeah, there's no way that. Uh, but we're doing professional... it. Yeah, but we're doing it. I mean, he's got all the clothes. This, uh, this Buddhist bin Laden, he's got the Buddhist clothes. He's got the shaved head. Yeah, well, so do the He's Mexican got a lot of the tools. In major cities that say they're Buddhist, and they just sell you bracelets, and they are just like Mexican dudes that wear bald caps. Yeah, they are very aggressive about getting those bracelets back if you don't want to pay. Yeah, they give but it But they to put you. it on you. They don't even give it to you. They put it on you, and I, then you're just like, oh, I, don't, I don't have any money. I think that's their approach, because you're less likely to take it off, you know? They just throw it in the sewer grate. Pretty much. Yeah, why not? Did make him fish it? Uh, go fuck yourself, bro. Uh, I'm not interested. Uh, bye. I don't know if that. They get pissed, dude. They get real mad. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, Either way, note to all you uh, not city slickers out there: if you ever go to the city, chances are, if um, you meet a Buddhist, that's not a Buddhist. Yeah, I don't believe that. A Buddhist would give you a free bracelet and then be like, "Have an excellent day." Yeah. If they ever ask you for money, they're not real Buddhists. The most a Buddhist is going to ask for is like a, a rice for his empty bowl to then return to his like monastery on the hill. Yeah, pretty much. You so. know, that's all he should be asking you for. They don't even uh, they don't even get down on monetary donations like Christians. They're just like um get me, uh, I will accept a ball of yarn as payment as I can make more clothing. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy really means fucking business. He doesn't want anything. Like, he wants yarn to make clothing for you. Like, one of those, you know. Anyway, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Buddhist bin Laden was a real uh, eye-catcher, so I figured we should talk about that. Oh, I agree. I think you just know? that headline in and of itself is the perfect representation of everything we do on Look this, this show. Picture. Look at this picture. He's so unsuspecting, but in a way, in his face, you're just like, I can kind of tell he's evil. You know who he looks like in the picture? We'll have to post the picture of him. He looks like the um, Eastern version of Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. I was going to say that. Holy That's shit. That's what he looks like. I was like. going to say, like, who is the guy from Breaking Bad? Slit the guy's throat. Yeah. Nice. It's Gus Fring. All right, yeah, we have to post this now. Yeah, he literally, he looks like if Gus Fring was born on Mount Kilimanjaro. That's where was what we're dealing with here. It honestly looks like he put on his hazmat suit just wrong too in this photo. Yeah, it's just like oh, <laughs> it just looks on. like he put his arm through the the like head hole there and just wrapped it. No wonder this is uncomfortable. It's on completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, wait, it's your turn. You go ahead. My turn. Okay. Well, I want to. I got you know two things that we talked about. Well, the second one is kind of a a joined topic that we're going to discuss. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, this is good. You'd say me go for it. You had this whole lined up in your head. This is going to be perfect. It, it works out this oh way. Oh, my fuck. Um, so, mine, I really have... It's more rhetorical, okay? And we're going to rewind just a little bit. And for those of you that haven't listened to our series on Bigfoot, 
Um, definitely, I recommend it. Uh, it's a two-parter. Part one is mostly just us having fun. And then part two is when we get pretty uh, serious about the history yeah. and kind of contemporary stories of Bigfoot. True. Um, but I, I do want to say um, the internet does not do Bigfoot justice. That's how I'm going to start this, okay? Yeah. Um, if you try to look this up on Google... I mean, we've been saying this for a while. Obviously, Google's the most acceptable and easiest to use. But um, Google does not always give you what you want to see. And it's it's not really their fault. It has to do a lot with, you know, paid partners and just how sh- systems like that operate yeah. uh, for free. Yeah. But when you try to look up the history of Bigfoot, you're not going to get good answers they're just going to give you the stuff that you would hear sort of on a very quick 22 minute episode on like the discovery yeah it's like bigfoot is a bipedal ape-like creature that is said to be found in the woods in northern america or something like that and like that's pretty much everything that they say no exactly um it's like, look at this footprint. It's like one of those. So, and yeah, and also another thing that always kind of irked me was that when it comes to the history of Bigfoot, I guess you'd say, the, the lineage perhaps, um, it, it kind of goes, it takes us back to the 1950s. Uh, the whole, you know, what was his name? I think Ray Wallace or one of those dudes, the, the very famous now hoaxer. Uh, that's uh. kind of where we go back to. Okay. Um, that it was in, I believe it was in 1956, if I'm not mistaken. But we go back, and that's kind of where it says that the idea of the Bigfoot began. Obviously, for anybody semi-familiar with the history of Bigfoot, they know that this is completely not true, that these go back centuries previous. Yeah, it's just the first time it kind of came out into the limelight of like yeah. general knowledge. Um, the idea of large bipedal ape-like creatures goes back uh, almost as far as we can tell. It's it's hard because a lot of things, cave paintings even depict large bipedal beasts or human-like creatures. Yeah, and you might think like, oh, maybe that's the people that fucking drew them in the first place. But no, there's a lot that have like the normal people looking people and then a fucking huge hairy guy. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's like it's not like oh, maybe they drew it weird. And it, it it raises some philosophical questions. So really, I'm here. I want to raise two points that are going to connect back to episodes we've done previously. But you know, also uh, just the idea of Bigfoot. It's kind of one of those things where. Eventually, I think it would be fun for us to revisit it in a, a larger episode. Yeah, and sort of like a more far, not far-flung, like more far-reaching yeah. scale, like around the world. Where we're able to kind of rope in a bunch of different aspects of what Bigfoot possibly could be. But, um, again, a lot of people don't know this. There are plenty of local urban legends that follow this. So, like, Jake brought up the Ohio grass man before. Yeah. You might think, I thought this too upon my first hearing it, it was a large man made out of grass, and I was interested. Yeah, it sounds badass. It's like something straight out of Adventure Time. Yeah, no, it, it's, it sounds like the coolest fucking thing you'll ever see in your life. Um, 
And it is, but it's actually just Bigfoot. It's just the yeah. local Bigfoot. Large and hairy, ape-like creature. But like all the all the pictures of it that I saw were just like his hair is like slightly longer. So Ooh. it's like it's like Sasquatch in his like rebellious face. What are, what are those called? The uh, the like the drug rugs is like what they're commonly called. Oh, the bajas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I just picture him wearing that. I had one of those yeah. and like a hat. And he's just like, here it goes. Yeah. And you had those little necklaces that were like glass with the shroom in them. Yeah. Like one of those kids you play hacky sack at lunchtime. Oh yeah, that that that's right up his fucking alley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we obviously, you know, we've talked about this before too. You travel down uh, Florida way, and you see, uh, you know, the swamp apes, uh, the other, the bog creatures, things of that nature. Um, Got the ibu go go. Yes, I think we've said. I don't know if we said that before, but I'm familiar with that name. It's it the one from. Funny. It's the one from Indonesia. It's just like a small version of Bigfoot. Yes, and I, I want to let you guys know, I, I'm not giving up. I know that I heard this uh, story before. I think it was on a, another podcast, and I can't remember what it was. Um, I've mentioned it before, and I actually spent about four hours uh, trying to find it this week. There, I, I'm very familiar with a story that takes place in like the mid-1800s. And it is in what is now present-day Indiana, which is, you know, home What? Homegrown for us. Yeah. And um, it's just like corn and soybeans. It's a story of troops during the war, one of the, a war or a battle, something like that. Part of me wants to say like the Civil War, but that might not be correct. Revolutionary, maybe. Yeah, like some type of, with some schism between militaries. So people were fighting, people were dying. Yeah. And in the state of Indiana, uh, they, they weren't actually fighting, but they were, you know, traveling to and from. And there is documented reports out there that they actually captured a three-foot-tall, hairy, bipedal, ape-looking creature. Oh, wait, I remember you talking about this, yeah. And it... Wasn't it, like, stuck in the grate of a train or some shit? Yeah, they, like, found it, and then they put it in a cage... And it actually became sort of like the battalion's mascot. Like, they, like, brought it with them everywhere. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was just kind of, like, I picture, like, a tall gizmo from the Gremlins. Okay, um, all right. That's kind of the vibe I get off of it. Um, so that there, there's a story like that. I'm going to find it eventually. And when I do, I promise that it will be the first thing I talk about. No matter what Hell topic yeah. we're on. We'll do a little sideshow on that episode about this guy. Damn right. But, so this goes back way before, you know, the dawn of the radio. There's reports of tall ape creatures, things of that nature, that resemble what we know today as Bigfoot or Squash. Which would just be like diary entries and like accounts and things. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something that I've recently been thinking. Um... I'm sure there's things I'm missing. I'm in no way an expert. I'm just a, a Bigfoot enthusiast, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, but it's come to my attention that there are two extreme camps of people out there. And this is a question for any of you. I'm going to add a third camp, and it you'll I mean, you'll understand why, okay? And I want answers from the fans out there. All right, let's hear the first two camps. This is the first open question that we're asking on the show. I want 
I want a response. I want to kind of gauge some of the data I get so I can see where people lie on this scenario, okay? And this is not, I, I want an explanation, but don't make up your own answer. You have to pick one of the three answers, and then you can defend your answer however you choose. Oh, you know these bitches are going to give in their own answers. They probably will. They will. But it needs to line up with one of these three options, okay? So number one. You're nice bitches, sorry. Number one is this. Bigfoot is a relative of Gigantopithecus, which is an ancient creature that we know to have existed, a large bipedal ape-like thing. It's sort of like a tall person. That's really just what it was. Just a big motherfucker. Maybe it's some form of offspring evolutionary tactic. Uh, offspring, I guess is the best word. Yeah. Of Gigantopithecus, you know, large beings from the past. So it's just like a huge version of like Lucy, like that. that Isn't the, Lucy a T Rex though? No, that's that's Sue. Oh no! Yeah, Lucy's, Lu- the Lucy's like thing. no. Lucy was like the oldest uh, bipedal like skeleton remains to be found. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's just kind of like that. It's like yeah, just a bigger version of the first primate to stand upright. So in this camp, I'm gonna kind of give you a rundown of each of my explanations for these camps. Uh, this could be the this is the more scientific response if you believe in Bigfoot. This is that. They are, you know, a separate uh, species of creature that possibly might exist today, but for certain existed at a point in time, and, you know, they're gone now. But the reason we have all these stories and sightings is because they did exist, and they're still in the subconscious mind of us humans that have lived on this earth for, you know, years and years. Yeah, okay. That's option number one. That it is, you know, a biological creature from this planet that doesn't exist. Okay. Camp number two is the fun camp, okay? I'm not saying I have to believe it or you do, but it's it's the fun camp. Wait, for the first one? Sorry to go back. You said that doesn't exist. So that doesn't exist now or oh, that... Oh, no, 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 no. In this scenario, you believe that they could still exist now. Okay, but they definitely existed in the past is what this opinion yeah, is yeah, asserting. That, All right. that they were real or something similar to that was real at a point in time. Yeah, groovy, groovy. Uh, option number two, we're going to kind of travel to uh, Skinwalker Ranch. And we're looking at this option as there's some type of interdimensional, possibly extraterrestrial, maybe even intergalactic being. Okay. Yeah, traveling through time, running into a field and just disappearing, maybe it's it's gone. Right. So we understand that as a group of I mean I don't know, I guess what's what uh, the human race. We're not a group of humans. We're the human race. Us. The human race has understood that um there are things that people witness or say that simply just cannot happen on this planet. There's no scientific explanation. It doesn't necessarily mean it's not real. It just means that it, you know, we can't explain it. It's like kind of like, oh shit, what the fuck is that? It's like a ghost. Like, see, people that you know, they look at you funny when you say they believe, you believe in Bigfoot. 
They're like, oh, yeah, that's stupid. But then they're like, well, yeah, I mean, I saw my dead grandma in my house one day. Yeah, it's like, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. It's like, they're both the same fucking thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. You believe that there's some dead people that are still around in some fashion. Like, you all know? The, uh, this is a little bit of a tangent here, but all the crystal people out there, not against you. You know, you do what you do. And, you know, if you believe it, it works for you. Good for you. But don't knock religious people because you worship fucking rocks. I'm just saying. Yeah, at least uh, fucking the Bible had a golden calf. Yeah, at least they had a plan. Like, like they, they had a had golden a calf. They got bolted gold, like uh, burning bushes. They got some fucking crosses. That's a, your version of that is just a fucking rock. Yeah, like I'm. Not, I mean, in no you, particular shape. If you're out there believing in rocks and crystals, you're more than welcome. That's fu- that's the part of being alive. Send us crystals. Yeah. If you want to give us some sort of energy, either bad or good, we've been bad mouthing them a, a while. So. I, I enjoy different walks of life, but I've met a couple people out there that are straight, like, anti-religion. Fuck religion. It's not real. God doesn't exist. Everything's in these rocks. But I have to put my crystal outside tonight so the full moon can charge my rock. For what reason? It's not a fucking iPod. I don't know what's going on. So my astrological sign really aligns with this rock. And it's like, didn't the astrological signs, like, change? Yeah, people... Late, like, recently, they were just like, yeah, actually, the dates are all wrong, so... Yeah, <laughs> like, people... People's signs are just changing. People don't, don't actually understand. abide by that, but uh, they added a 13th zodiac sign, and... It's just like calling Pluto a planet still. It's like, yeah. everyone... It's like Sears Tower, Willis Tower, like... Who gives a shit? So I'm a cancer, right? None of it I'm means pretty everything. sure, according to the newest updated map uh, of you know the way we do that and like astrology and things, if we are to take that at face value at the new one, I'm no longer a cancer. So what are what you? do you got to say about that? I what comes after a cancer or before a cancer? No idea. I'm yeah, a Virgo though, but maybe I'm not. I don't know what any of that shit is. Um, Either way, rocks. How do we get to rocks? But yeah, if you're charging rocks, how did I? Oh, that was a bit of a tangent. I don't even know where I got to. Anyway, yeah, Bigfoot might be running into fields and disappearing behind invisible doors. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because of aliens. So the idea is this: that Bigfoot may or may not possibly be an interdimensional, intergalactic being. Um, that is camp number two. That means to say that they don't originate from this planet. Doesn't mean they aren't here or don't visit. They just aren't from here specifically. Yeah. So people think they're from other dimensions. It's crazy. Not even just space. Yeah. And then option number three is altogether, you think both of those are stupid and you don't believe Bigfoot exists. Simple as that. That's option number three. You think it's stupid. Uh, you might necess- You might think maybe he lived in the past, but you think there's absolutely zero chance that he could possibly, he or she, I guess, could possibly be roaming this planet at this very moment. Yeah. That's option three. There have been families of Bigfoots, just saying. That is a and good the Patterson-Gimlin footage is, it has breasts. That There's is... breasts in that movie. What was his name? Albert Osman or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guy who got, like, uh, kidnapped by a family of Bigfoots and, like, the daughter was, like, giving him the eyes. Yeah, she wanted to, like, have human fuck sessions, I guess. I don't know. And the dad ate all that fucking snuff. Isn't that what they call sex now? Just fuck sessions? (laughs) So much more violent. That's what the kids are calling them now. Netflix and fuck session. You and your dirty fucking sessions. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so if you guys are interested in the idea of Bigfoot, 
I really, it, it comes and goes for me. I have resurgences of my interest in him. And that's just what I've been thinking about lately. So I wanted to pose the question to the viewers out there that of these three camps, which one are you more likely to fall into? And can we give like a, me, because I'm going to give an answer after we're done here, but um, uh, can we do like a blend of the two or a blend of the three? Or oh, yeah, I don't care what you, you give do. little explanations. I want, yeah, if you're going to, if if you pick one of the answers, I want an explanation. And if you don't pick any of these answers, I would still like to know, but I just I want to know what you're thinking. So nice. I need more in depth answers, you know. All right. So go is ahead. That, Let me oh, see. oh, is that for me? Yeah. All right. Um, I think that maybe, probably, it's like a biological thing. I think it's probably a biological thing, as much as I want it to be like associated with aliens and that kind of shit. I feel like it, like Bigfoot, just got tied in with extraterrestrials and like interdimensional sorts of things because of the types of people that do the research on yeah. both of those subjects. I think that's a fair. Because judgment. if you're interested in one, you're interested in the other. So it only makes sense that they would make sort of like a fan fiction theory of it. Yeah, but I honestly, yeah, I honestly think it's probably like on the the biological side of all this. Okay, okay. you know what I mean. Okay, I like that. Now, th- and that is not discrediting like extraterrestrials or other dimensional beings like existing. I just feel like that is probably what happened in the minds of many. Yeah, you know I what I mean. That. I could definitely see that. What about you? What do you think? I I'm going to be honest with you. I don't particularly have an answer. I know for a fact it's not option three. Uh, I do believe that maybe see, but then I come into I come into question my own thoughts here. I don't know whether to believe that there might still be a Bigfoot alive today. I don't know. I really don't, I don't know. know, man. It's very tough to answer, and I really... It, it's a tough one. So I, the, the reason I wanted to pose this question is it's a two-factor thing here. First, I wanted to come back to Bigfoot, even just for a moment, just to kind of air some grievances, I guess. You know, like it's Festivus here. Yeah. I wanted to do that, and first and well, I guess, and secondly, almost more importantly than just the the short, short revisit, I want to gauge where our customers lie. Okay, Um, we've gotten a couple, you know, answers on feedback about what types of episodes we like. Um, One of them is going to play a part in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We take requests very seriously. Uh, and almost immediately, so... Yeah, usually when we get requests, we kind of move it to the front of the docket, unless there's, like, a very specific reason why not to. But it's yeah. going on the list either way. Yeah, it will it will be done sooner than you think it will be. Um, and I'm saying that now, this is on July 30th, 2021, barring some unprecedented spike in viewership where we're, like, the next big show... Um, I can promise you that your your request for an episode... If it's something that's obtainable for us to do, it it will be done. Yeah. It will be done. Yeah. Um, Why not? What else are we doing this for? Except for true. you guys, you know? And I want to gauge, because I feel that Bigfoot is, whether we believe it or not, it's kind of the glue that holds all of this shit together. It's like the big theory, you know? Is Bigfoot, yeah. Bigfoot is the, it's the joke, it's the meme, it's the... 
everything. It's I'm pretty everywhere. sure I brought this up on the show. There's Bitmojis where you can just have your Bitmoji be Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. It's so ingrained into society, you know? It is the it is the marijuana to heroin. Bigfoot is pot into the heroin that is the rest of the weird it's shit the Popabawa, like. yeah. Um. Yeah, not a good way to put it. Yeah, like the rape bath. <laughs> it's very lethal and very bad. Um. But yeah, like it, it's the unifying crazy that brings us together here. Oh, here's another fun one. Great spider. It's described as an enormous spider. Ew, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at a list of uh, cryptids, but that's. Let's go back to Bigfoot. I don't like that. It's. I love how simple it is, to the point. You know. Great spider. It's described as enormous. <laughs> Definition. Large spider. It's in the Congo and Papua New Guinea. Um, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So, in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, oh God. It's everywhere. Zimbabwe. All right. Bigfoot, though. Yeah, he is kind of the... the he's the he's the glue he's the that glue. holds the butt plug together. You know, you know? He's the secret sauce. He's the, uh, the Thousand Island to our Big Mac here. That is true. Um... So, the reason I'm asking, I would like a response, even if it's a short, sweet, simple answer. Um, you comment to us, you know, on Facebook or Twitter. or well, we, Twitter's kind of inactive, but that's just because we don't really... I would still get the notifications, just no one, no one really does anything on there. Probably because I don't do anything on there. Yeah, yeah. I think true. I just... I don't know why we have it, but, you know... Instagram's Interact. a big one. Yeah. We, are, dude, we got fan art when uh, when we did the man, Men in Black episode where you're just like, please send a photograph of the a man in black in a red wig. He sent it there first, and then we didn't respond. On Twitter? <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. So he's like, I'll email it to him. No way. Yeah, no, go I check that out. That. that was fun. Yeah, I go check that out. That. That's on our Instagram page. It is fucking tight. We love shit like that. And the reason... Fan art is always welcome. The reason I, I suggest this, um, I want feedback from the audience. I want to know what kind of things... What are your thoughts? We don't really... We're 120-some episodes into this. I want personal thoughts. I want stories. I want yeah. lore. I want history. I want personal detail that explains to me what, why are you interested in this? Yeah, and this isn't us like running out of ideas for episodes. We got a fucking list that we could got, last I at least a year right now, and it's ever expanding. But we just want to get to know you guys and like kind of connect to you guys yeah. on a more personal level. Because no, this is a fun ass fucking show to do. It's fun, and I've noticed that when I, I want to keep do, doing it. I want to take a shout out here again. I I bring this up a lot, but they're a constant. They are the constant fan. Uh, Joe Schmo. Yeah. We, we actually got a real name. I'm not going to share it on the show right now. Um, but Joe Schmo uh, reached revealed out to us the again. true identity. That is true. Um, and it, it it's fun. It makes this show so much more worth it. It's fun. There's people out there that are intrigued by the two of us. When we don't, we're not doing anything. We just kind of hang out here and just do this. Yeah, we're, I'm just like a big guy. Grant's, Grant's on the normal side of sizes, and then we just are together. Yeah, we just be one. We just yeah. sit. We um, sit. We watch. We 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 uh, we obtain knowledge, and then we just talk about it. And I think it's fun because Bigfoot's a stepping stone. If I can get your opinions on that, I can gauge where we need to go next. That's the thing. It's very true. So open up your minds and open up your emails and hit us up. Uh, comment to us. Uh, I, I don't know. Do anything. Like bought, rent a balloon. 
and send it up into the air over the city of Los Angeles so that way it makes national news and just answer the question. Just put yes, number two, and just float that into the air, whatever you believe. I don't yeah. just do it. Yeah, hopefully we'll somehow get that on the news over here in Indiana. That is true. So with that being said, let's move into the next part. Next part, is that me? Yes, that okay. is you. All right, so what I have to talk about here is some priests, pastors, and nuns uh, who kill people. Ooh. Just a list of different cases here. Let's start out with Mr. David Love. How about that? Believe it or not, all of these people are still better than the Catholic priests that rape little boys. Yeah, because these people are just killing them. Uh, was it rape is like you kill them, but you let them live or something? Yeah, That's rape what people is say about it. You, you might as well... What you're doing is you're killing them and reviving them and making them live with the fact that you killed them. Yeah, it's not good. So these people are just, just ending it. You know, they're they're killing these people. I'm David not promoting Love. murder, but I'm I'm much more con- uh, I'm much more uh, being condescending to rape yeah. than I am condoning murder. No, very you know? much so. I'm realizing that I have a theme of uh, of uh, religious people being uh, not that at all. Angry, violent religions. Yeah, I know a few. It's, oh, yeah. It's all right. Uh, let's start with David Love. David Love, a pastor of the New Baptist, uh, New Hope Baptist Church in Independence, Missouri, was a friend and trusted confidant of former Marine Randy Stone. No way. I don't Randy know Stone. Is. Randy Stone. It's a cool name. Uh, when Stone was having marital problems with his wife, Teresa, he would talk to Pastor Love about it, uh, looking for guidance. You know, he's like, ah, father, pastor... Help me, fuck my wife. Uh, so that's what he did. Uh, Love, who was also married, never let on that he and Teresa had been having an affair Ooh. for 10 years. Cryptic. And guess what happened on March 10th of 2011? What was that? Teresa found Randy shot to death with his own gun in his office. And a funeral was held days later, and his friend and pastor, uh, David Love, gave part of the eulogy shortly after the murder. Uh, Love moved to South Carolina, but since the police soon found out about the affair, and you know they arrested him and Teresa. Teresa confessed that she had given Love a combination to her husband's safe, where the gun was kept. Fucked up. And the plan was to murder him and collect the insurance money. Well, I guess... Insurance fraud, pastor. It was an alright plan, and it just did not fly. Didn't really work out. (sighs) Ah... So that's it for for him. Let's see what else we got. We got uh, we got uh, uh, a lot of. Let's do John John Nelson Canning. Ooh, <laughs> what's he can? I just like this name. All right, so John Nelson Canning, the Pentecostal minister of Saco, Maine. What uh, the fuck is that? I don't know. S A C O Maine. Saco. Saco. It I sounds like, like a, the newest type of like fucking ramen noodle. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> uh, it doesn't even matter because he moved to Sebring, Florida, oh. uh, sometime in the mid 1980s. So he was uh, he was forced to move because he was accused of embezzling funds, which is not usually the reason that pastors are asked to move. That is, yeah, that's a rape weird is thing. the usual reason. But anyway, uh, while uh, in Sebring, he became a minister of a non-denominational church called the Fountain of Life Church, which had about 50 members. That's a good church. That is a good church. church Tight, you you know, tight-knit. Tight nips. (laughs) Again. All right. So the the two uh, two of the founding members, Leo and Hazel Gleese, 
uh, were married in the church uh, in 1988 by Canning. The couple was in their early 80s uh, when they married. Yeah, how about that? Anything's possible. Uh, and in 1994, the couple's health started failing, and Canning promised to take care of them and check out on them, you know, check up on them like every day. Yeah. Uh, in turn, they gave him power of attorney. Bad idea. Very bad idea to give anyone that. Uh, so that's uh, that's when Canning started to abuse his position. He began to embezzle money from the couple and even sold one of their houses. Just it was fucked. So in the late 1994, uh, Hazel realized that tens of thousands of dollars were missing from their account, and she confronted Canning. And to silence the 90-year-old uh, couple, Canning entered into the elderly home's couple on January 2nd of 1995, and he beat and choked them both to death. Ooh, Richard Ramirez <laughs> style. Not even, like, interesting. He's just like, yeah... I just beat these old people to death. Yeah, just violent beating for dinner. <laughs> That's what you're getting tonight, whore. Yeah, and upon returning from his day, he reported the deaths to the police, uh, saying he found them that day before, which immediately made police suspicious. Ooh, okay. So, what kind of fucking alibi is that? Like, oh yeah, you better go check on him. I found him beaten to death yesterday. <laughs> uh, why didn't you call us immediately, sir? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> The game was on. I I don't I, I I don't know. Oh, I got I get distracted. I'm a priest, damn it! I don't know. <laughs> I had to write this eulogy. Apparently, before he was arrested, Canning gave a 30 minute eulogy for the couple, saying that he was so close to the couple that he could call them mom and dad. Uh, uh. He was he was arrested a short time after and pleaded guilty to the first degree murder, and he was given a life sentence in 1996. That's right when I was born. So he's been in uh, prison my entire life. Damn. Isn't that right. good? That's, I mean, that's probably for the best. I really chose that one just for this picture. Look at that. Oh, my God. It looks like... <laughs> Is a, that a stock photo? It looks oh, like a wax figurine a of Mozart getting a bad neck massage. It honestly looks like a dude from, like, uh, Monty Python in drag yeah. being choked. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could 100% see that. Either that's what this is, or just they did a really good job at their drag. I like it. I like the fucking stock photos. That's good. All right, I'll just do one more because there's a list of 10 here. Oh, that's a a big boy. That's quite a few. Uh, Let's see. Pick the one that calls to you. Oh, this one's calling to me. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's like fireworks, like snakes. That is fun. All right, so anyway, Ryan Erickson. Let's do that one. Uh, Hudson, Wisconsin. It's a small town with a population of just over 6,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where you want to be. It was a quiet, peaceful place until the scandalous double murder shocked the community. Oh, my God. This is in 2002. February 5th of 2002, a gunman entered the O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell? Home. What? Oh, my God. Like the guy from Kangaroo Jack? Maybe. How do you just pull that name up? I don't know. That's <laughs> Kangaroo just... Jack, just immediately. Yeah, that's what he's known for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. like anything else. You know, <laughs> not, just, the, not the gunman. Just Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, so he entered the O'Connell Funeral Home and shot and killed the funeral director, who was 39-year-old Daniel O'Connell, and his intern, 22-year-old uh, James Ellison. So nothing was stolen, leaving the police to... Uh, well, not... 
So leaving the police without a possible motive as to why anyone would want to murder the two funeral home employees, right? Why would they, why would he do this? He just wanted you. Why to, would he do this? He wanted you to experience all the good work that they do all the time. And you maybe know? the gunman just like super misread, or like just did not understand the job of like. <laughs> like I have to kill people. Of like a funeral home like owner is just like he's killing all these people. He's it's like no, he's just like hosting their celebration of life. Did you see you that know? guy? He was rubbing that dead woman's vagina. It's like this guy's sewing uh, to, eyes shut. He was uh, stuffing it and cleaning it because that's what he does. It's like he's making it look good for the family. No, this man's a <laughs> sick pervert. I have to. I gotta get rid of this that's, guy. That's actually like a really funny idea. He, he just doesn't understand what it is to be like an undertaker. You like, monsters. Oh, all right. So three years later, suspicion uh, fell on a local Roman Catholic priest, 31-year-old Ryan Erickson. So he, he must have been 28 at the time of the murder. 28. So he even presided uh, over the funeral of one of the murdered men. So after the murders, Erickson was transferred to two different churches within three years. In December of 2015, the police interviewed him twice. And after the second interview, Erickson put on his cossack. Cossack? Isn't that the little... uh, The the white thing in the collar? Is that what it is? That's a little like a lapel thing. I don't know. Well, he hanged himself with it. That's Uh, fucking cool. (laughs) Isn't that kind of a bad idea? That's so poetic. For a priest to commit suicide. Which is a serious sin in Catholicism. Uh, in his suicide note, Erickson denied killing anyone. <laughs> why, would he, why would he do this? Himself. Uh, following his suicide, eventually evidence uh, was uh, presented to a judge who ruled that Erickson had, in fact, killed O'Connell and Ellison. And it turned out that uh, from a young age, Erickson was attracted to other males and had led a troubled life. So he was a closeted gay guy in the Roman Catholic uh, community who just killed people who took care of the dead, and then he committed suicide. Yeah, that sounds about right. He was also accused of sexual assault when he was 18. Ooh. 17, sorry. So he definitely makes a good priest, for sure. Um, I I think this happened recently in Chicago, uh, maybe like two, three years ago, that like pastor, he's a retired pastor, but he was like drunk driving and hit and run, and like he killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Holy that, like, shit. wasn't too long ago, yeah. So but priests uh, get, do some fucked up shit, priests too. Priests do some real fucked up shit. Apparently, Erickson said that, uh, or not, he didn't say anything. Hudson police believe that Erickson murdered the two men because O'Connell was going to confront Erickson about a teenage boy whom he had sexually abused. Of course it comes back So there back you go, it that. all comes back to the normal trope of being a religious man. Why <laughs> At can't, least in Catholicism. Why can't priests break that stigma? Why do they gotta keep doing it? Why do you they know? keep touching these boys? Speaking of touching little kids, we're gonna move into our last little section of the day. <laughs> That's a w- weird way. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, <laughs> I was. Just, I, I saw that and I had to no, take it's it good. while it was, was there. It makes sense. We have a great segue into Mr... Slender man. man. All right, this was a request. He's a Slenderman. This was a request from our good friend Jonesy. Um, yeah, and Slenderman, uh, Slenderman. For those of you out there, um, if you're familiar with the story, I know it, it was popular maybe about six, seven years ago. 
Is it like uh, 2009? No, 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 I'm talking about uh, the Russian sleep experiment. Oh, fuck. I don't know when that happened. That story, well, I, it just like, it kind of blew up on the internet around yeah, that time. Yeah. Copy pasta. Um, it, 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 this was the precursor to that. This was the creepypasta gone global phenomena almost overnight. Uh, that That's essentially what happened here. It started as a very, very short story on the website creepypasta.com. And from there, it spun out of control. Uh, and it, it ended up in your ears right now about... 12 yep. years later. Yep, yep. Fictional supernatural character. Yeah, he's a Isn't slender that guy, crazy? too. That's yeah. why they call him that. Apparently, he was created by uh, Something Awful Forum. Uh, by uh, He was a, a user of this forum. Uh, Eric Knudsen. I don't know if the K is silent. It's Knudsen. I think it's Knudsen. I, yeah, I would bet my fucking left testicle that you're right. Yeah, he was also known as Victor Surge. Uh, that was in 2009. Where the so hell, that's when he is, came to be. Is that like a porn name? Like, in a very specific uh, genre of porn where you <laughs> that's only... That's my something awful name. <laughs> you only play, like, electricians, and that's why his name is Victor Surge. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, like, you know, he's here to fix the, the fucking wiring, <laughs> and he's going to paint your insides with his load i don't know all something like that. his 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 uh his tagline is i'll zap you and then, yeah. he, then he finishes um i'll tap you <laughs> there you go <laughs> see he has, he's got yeah. two he's, he's like two-faced but he has a huge penis oh good good all right so <laughs> so we got slender man right slender man he's he was invented by this guy eric but also maybe victor in 2009, and he's depicted as a thin, unnaturally tall humanoid with a featureless face and head. And tall, tall doesn't really describe it. We're talking upwards of like eight and a half to nine feet. It's like he could just blend in with bamboo trees. Yeah, like he, you could play basketball with this guy, and he would fucking school you like none other. He wouldn't even be allowed. He would be the the fucking basketball. Uh, He would be the hoop. He would be the hoop and the basketball. Will you hold this peach basket while the rest of us have fun tonight? (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, yeah. uh, Stories of Slenderman commonly featured him stalking, abducting, and traumatizing people, particularly children, which is why that segue was so fucking masterful, Grant. Yes. He's Um, a rapist. He might be. It's heavily implied. But... (laughs) So uh, let's let's get into why he might be a little uh, frightening in the real world. All right. Uh, well, he's fucking nine feet tall, and he steals kids. Yeah. Those are two things that are just not a. No, you know yeah. how they say they always teach you this when you're kids, right? No one listens to it. I hate to tell you this. No one listens to it. They're like, never judge somebody based on how they look. If they're taller than eight and a half feet. You are legally allowed to judge them on how they look because that's just crazy. No, yeah, that's that's far too large. Uh, but apparently, uh, so the, the Slender Man was the product of a Photoshop contest. Uh, it, it was, he was just to create paranormal images, and Victor Surge won. He fucking won. And apparently, uh, one of the main reasons he won was because he included like little snippets of text. That were supposed to be like witnesses having seen this creature, yeah, and like giving accounts, you know. And it dated back. I think it was, wasn't they weren't they post dated on like the eighties? Yeah, it was like. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll read two of the things. It's like we didn't want to go, we didn't want to kill them, 
but its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. I mean, I, I can't really say they're presumed dead if the photo was developed. Yeah, and he wrote that little snippet. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, one of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notably for being notable, sorry, for being taken the day uh, which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformities Ooh. cited as film defects by uh, by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986, photographer Mary Thomas missing since June 13th, 1986. Okay, okay. So those were the little snippets underneath his images that pushed him right to the top. And he won. He won the contest. All right. Well, I mean, I, I have seen the pictures before and like I've seen a couple of videos that... You know, they dissect that a little bit. I mean, they're cool pictures, I will admit. They're no, they cool. really are. Apparently, like the the guy, like uh, Serge himself, actually took a lot of inspiration from uh, characters like the Tall Man from uh, the film Phantasm. What about and, Nightmare like, Before Christmas? I think that may have been a little after, wasn't it? Wait, when did Nightmare Before Christmas come out? Uh, in the nineties. I'm gonna look that up really quick. Sometime in the nineties, for for sure. I just say because whenever like you see him depicted, he he looks like he's Jack Skellington without like the features. He's just like him. He's just tall, lanky. Damn, that came out ninety three. Yeah, that sounds. About oh right. my god, this. Be- <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so much more recent. Oh yeah, that's an old motherfucking. They don't make kids movies like that anymore. They're too scared. I guess not, dude. Jesus. But anyway, uh, he took yeah uh, some inspiration from the Tall Man from Phantasm, H.P. Lovecraft. He took a lot of stuff from William S. Burroughs. Makes and his, sense. Like, surrealism and all that shit. Naked Lunch. Oh yeah, Naked Lunch. What do we got else? What what else we got? Junkie. Those are the two books I can think of right now. I know he talks about uh, what the the Steely Dan, the dildo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those Double-headed dildo. If you like Steely Dan, you know, like, Hey, 19. Uh, that that band? Yeah, they're it's named actually, after a dildo. They're named after a mechanical dildo machine called the Steely Dan. So there you go. How about that? You didn't know that How today. How about that? You're going to learn something new every fucking time you listen to this show. It's great. It's great. So yeah, uh, that Slender Man gained popularity from there, specifically on the internet. Uh, and uh, it was because of this that the Waukesha stabbing happened. All right, this is probably the most, uh, this is what launched Slender Man into like the actual forefront of like pretty much everyone's minds in the entire country. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because this was fucked. Uh, it was on May 31st of 2014. Two 12-year-old girls in Waukesha, Wisconsin, held down and stabbed a 12-year-old classmate 19 times. Yeah, yeah, that did happen. That did occur. Can you imagine making a, a piece of art, like making a picture, and then just some kids, like, fucking kill another kid? I mean, you know because what? Because of it, like directly, you gotta wash your hands of it. It's gonna happen anyway. <laughs> Art is to be interpreted, and it is. This is a prime example of you it. You gotta I guess. understand that. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's things that we've said that might uh, 
have driven some negative things into this world for somebody. Yeah, probably. You, don't, should, you just don't take us too seriously. Just enjoy. I don't take responsibility. I'm, I'm very sorry to say that. I know that might sound selfish. Um, if you decide to like kill somebody that you know because of this show, that's on you. That's all on you, Bob. Yeah. That, I got nothing to do with it. Get out of here with that. But anyway, uh, so yeah, they stabbed their 12-year-old classmate 19 times. When questioned later by authorities, they reportedly claimed that they uh, wished to commit the murder as a first step of becoming proxies for Slender Man, having read about it online. How the fuck do they even know what that is? They read about it online. Like, they're like, we're going to be a proxy. That's some, like, fucking cartel shit. That's, like... That's like no, words yeah. they use, you know. It's like that's mafia shit. There's from people just writing fucking stories, like just building off of a piece of art with their own like uh, lies, otherwise known as fiction. That's Chinese interesting, you know. People are reading it, you know. Chinese telephone. There you go. But uh, yeah, they also stated that they were afraid that Slender Man would kill their families if they didn't commit the murder. I hate to tell these kids that, but he's not even real. There's nothing they could have done. They, they just had to kill this girl. But uh, after the perpetrators left the scene, the victim crawled out of the woods to the roadway. She didn't die. She was stabbed 19 times, and she crawled to the roadway, and a fucking cyclist found her. Yeah, she better believe in Slender Man, because he's the one that kept her alive after that. that was, that's some <laughs> She's crazy shit. She's the true shit. proxy. <laughs> that is some crazy shit. Yeah, both attackers were diagnosed with mental illness. That's fucked uh, up. They're, they're just bad people. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. That, that too. But uh, have they have also been charged as adults and are each facing up to 65 years in prison. Good. They're one monsters. <laughs> They're monsters. One of the girls said that Slender Man watches her and can read minds and could teleport. Uh, I know that like the main uh, girl... To, I, I know that like uh, the reason they didn't really print the names of these girls is because they're, you know... Below eighteen, yeah. Well, they're so young, but and like they survived. She survived, so it's like you know, yeah. And like, kind of the ringleader of like initiating, like the of the two girls that perpetrated this. Uh, experts uh, testified in court that she also uh, said to she also said that she had conversed with Lord Voldemort and one of the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. I. I'm an advocate for mental health awareness, okay? I'm down with, you know, mental health. You think it was Donatello? I think somebody just needs to slap this girl across the face as hard as they can. Maybe with a knife 19 times. Just one good fucking... You ever see those videos on YouTube, like the the slap competitions? They powder up their hands. Oh, yeah. Get that big motherfucker... And just wind up and just smack the fucking stupid off this fucking bitch's Dude, face. The, the people who do that shit, they look like they're fucking the size of Kilimanjaro. They're they large. They are insanely large people just slapping motherfuckers. I would pay for that man's plane ticket, lodging, and food bill while he's in town just if he could do that once and record it. Yeah. I, I understand, you know, they're mentally unhealthy. That's fine. Um... But part of me thinks that they might be taking that a little too far. Uh, they keep just mentioning fictional characters like, yeah, Voldemort told me to do it. It's like, all right, you know, mate, I, where do we draw the line between you actually having mental illness and just trying to sell it to There's us? also a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle that's not even using the, like, the name of the show. That's just what it was that talked to me. 
I mean, again, you know it was Michelangelo because he's the jokester of the group. Oh, yeah. He's, he likes to have fun. But they, they are not violent. They like pizza and fixing crime. Yeah. So they don't fit the fucking portfolio of Slenderman, Voldemort, and Donatello or Michelangelo or Raphael or what's the fucking purple one? What's his name? Donatello? No, well, who am I missing? Leonardo. The Leonardo. Um, it, those four don't fit into the other two because... They're good. They hang out with a big rat and they solve crime. You know, like they're they're fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, okay. I read uh, further on, and now the name is here. So on September twenty fifth of two thousand seventeen, it was reported that Morgan Geyser, uh, then fifteen, had agreed to plead guilty in the uh, attempting to commit first degree homicide in an arrangement that would allow her to avoid jail time. Oh. So she's still around. Yeah, someone needs to slap that bitch with a razor blade glove. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, she apparently is in a mental hospital uh, for uh, the past two years. She has been in there, and then she is going to be in there for another three. Apparently. Oh, that makes me feel better as a fucking citizen of this country. You could just stab somebody 19 times because a fictional monster told you to do it. And then you're just like, well, you get a five-year stay at this mental hospital, and you'll be cured. Everything's fine. We forgive you. It's a cat dog and Rocco told me to steal this money from the convenience store. Yeah, like, can I just get away with that? Like, uh, yeah, my dog told me to do this. They're like, uh, yeah, okay, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, now, this chick just needed some meds, and hopefully she's getting it in there. I, yeah, I, I will say, as much as I joke and I, I take things to the extreme. Yeah, you're talking about slicing children's faces with knives. Uh, yeah, it is like something's not right, so it's like, yeah, we should fix that. Yeah, but uh, fix that chemical imbalance. Do it. They still should probably, you know, suffer some more consequences than than that. But that's just my opinion. That's why I'm not a judge because I'm a little biased, so it's fine. <laughs> just a little bit. But you know, all of us are even judges. They're just uh, better at pretending to put it aside. Broken system. Anyway, uh, so what do we got? We got uh, yeah, the stabbings happened. And then the police were just like, you know what, parents, this is exactly why you need to be wary of the internet. And it's like, you know what, kid? Fucking get over it. The internet exists. Just raise your kids with good morals, or if they have a chemical imbalance, get them meds. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe don't like... Don't say, like, this is just an old, battered fucking policeman. Like, I don't understand the internet, but I know it caused this. It's like, not necessarily. Maybe be a present parent. How about that? That's all we need from you. Yeah, where's your kid, officer? I don't know what to say. All I know is that uh, raising a kid is way harder than making one, Okay. Yes. I'm just saying. So Costs uh, way more money. Fucking be cautious because, uh, you know, a good... Let's be honest with you. Some of these parents, it's like, what, what are you going to trade? 18 years of your life for maybe roughly 70 seconds of a good time? 70 seconds, huh? I'm just assuming a lot of these parents are probably, like, young to the point where it's like, uh, yeah, you did not mean to have that kid, you know? No, it's true. All right. I mean, let's face it, not, uh, you know, porn is unrealistic. Good luck having a guy last more than a minute on the first couple times you do it. Good luck. That's my memo to you. <laughs> so, 
It's a Slender Man. <laughs> uh, uh, Slender Man. Now that we're done what talking we got? about um, male ejaculation. Yeah. All right. So references in media. Let's talk about some of those. Uh, uh, eh, there's not many good ones. I know there's a Slender Man movie. It's not listed on here. Yeah, they have that one with Jessica Biel that's kind of like related. What is it called? Like the Tall Man or something? It's like yeah, something it's like not that. Slender Man, but it, like it is. You know, it's like he's yeah. we know. Fun fact: um, when that movie came out, it was particularly not debuted in uh, Waukesha. Yeah, I can for see very why. obvious reasons. I could a hundred percent see why that is the case. Yes. But yeah, Slender Man, see, it's fun. We were actually talking about this today, and it was like we wanted to do possibly like a full episode, but then we were like, you know, it it's very new. It's something that a lot, especially people that watch this, or listen, I guess, we don't use nothing to watch unless you watch the YouTube. You can watch just, the, the time go by on the little bar. But uh, it, it's very contemporary, and the truth of it is there's not not like a whole lot to it. I want more lore. But it just doesn't exist because it, it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. But yeah. that's the sad truth about a lot of these things like aliens, Bigfoot. It's like, you know, when we finally get that answer, if we ever get that answer, uh, it's probably not going to be as exciting as we built it up to be at this point. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like a lot of people have said that the uh, Slender Man is like identifiable as like a form of digital folklore. Yeah, yeah, because you know, in in a sense, it's like if there, if any like creature or like thing is going to be a tulpa, this is on its fucking way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Like it's actualizing. Yeah, Momo too. It's actualizing in real life because of its. It's like it's not real, but things are people are doing it in the names of these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is a good point. So it kind of has like it, like digital folklore is something that I feel like we're just going to have to become accustomed to. That is funny that that's like a thing. I can't believe that we're saying that. You're right? You th- when you think of folklore, you think of like the rolling hills of Ireland or some shit. Or you're like a hobo sitting in the back of a train car telling you a story. Not the fucking internet. I'll tell you what, the Photoshop competition... <laughs> Landed us some Slenderman stabbing. He's like, we got like, some wow. Slenderman creeps Thanks, out Hobo. There. Yes. Like, Jesus wow. Christ. Jesus Murphy. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah. What do you think of Slenderman? You think he's real? Uh, no. I, no. No, me either. It's a pretty but blanket answer. Be. No. Yeah, but you know. There are there is a lot of fan fiction, a lot of sexual fan fiction about him. That yeah, that there is. I lots feel like of, uh, lots of pages. Full I feel of like just there's a lot of brutally open, sexually fueled fan fiction about pretty much anything you could have sex with. Yeah, there's Mothman. I know. I know. I know, I know about that one. Even um, things Bigfoot, that Bigfoot. We talked about those books. We read reviews of those books. That is true. Um, yeah. Even things that don't seem like you could have sex with it probably exists somewhere just just be aware of that if you look for it you'll find it and um maybe you don't have sex with it use your best judgment i'll write honestly. you some fan fiction if you can't find something that doesn't exist i'll write it for you that you know what i mean we'll just do it for you we'll right. make you a little something short and sweet to the point that you can you know get your jimmies off to it's right, perfect Grant, here is a request i have of you make a fan fiction where you have sex with your chair um, 
Uh, that's done already. That's not even fan fiction. That's just Wednesday. Oh, wow. That's just literally Wednesday. Wow. You're going to have to give me a shot for shot fucking play, like just a play by play. I just do, I do the creepiest shit to it. You don't want to know. Thank God. All right. Well, cool. My fiction is real. What about yours? What? That's, that's for you. That's, that's for everyone so, here. I'm like so backwards. It's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> everyone uh, just figure out what you can fuck and maybe use your best and, uh, you know, your best judgment about actually doing it. It's there. I promise you. It's there. It's, yeah. it, it, the untapped, it's there like the chair on Grant's back. The untapped potential that you have, it, it knows no bounds. It knows no bounds. And your brain wants to have sex with lots of things. So just let it go. A lot of people want to have sex with Slenderman, apparently. That is true. I'm but not sure why. he's a photograph. Well. I think that's the end. With all that being said, that is effectively our episode. For yeah, that's pretty week. much it. Yeah, we covered quite a bit. We will be back next Friday, as always, with a hot new episode for y'all to dig into. Yeah, and it'll most likely be about one thing. Yes, yes, yes. It, yes. It most certainly will be. It will be great, just like every Friday, just like this one, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a good time. So you guys, have yourselves a great week. Welcome to August of 2021, and we will see you all on Friday of next week. No, it's true, and we just put out the Patreon episode yesterday. So give that a little listen if you'd be so inclined. There's a Patreon link below. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our email is startacult at gmail.com. I don't usually say that at the tagline anymore. I've noticed I need to start doing that again. Also, uh, that's Grand Up Jake. Mitch isn't here, so I'm going to say. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We are starting a cult. Bananas.